Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is intended solely for the purpose of personal growth and not as a replacement for professional psychological support. The views and opinions of the hosts and guests of this show are not meant to be taken as medical advice. It is very important to seek the help of a qualified medical practitioner when making any shifts to psychiatric medication you may be taking, or if you are experiencing extreme psychological distress. Great Mountain, a podcast where we share effective tips and practices for working with adult ADD, ADHD in a natural, effective way without the use of medications. Each episode, join me, your host, Batman Saram, along with the author of The Drummer and the Great Mountain, Michael Joseph Ferguson. Join Michael and myself in an interactive discussion of sharing our stories as we journey together in transforming what can be the gift of being what we call hunter types. This podcast is intended to be your audio companion to the book written by Michael, who joins me each episode where we both will strive to foster dialogue, give you our personal insights, and share both of our experiences on this similar path that we are all on. Our intention and hope is that along with the book, this podcast gives you an additional perspective as you listen to us delve deeper into each chapter of the book to give you even more tools to go along with what it is that you are reading. Visit us at drummerandthegreatmountain.com to purchase the book and look for more tools, tips, and updates, as well as giving us feedback on this podcast. Join our growing global community of creative types, entrepreneurs, and out-of-the-box thinkers on our shared journey. Welcome to the Drummer and the Great Mountain podcast. Welcome, everyone. I'm your host, Michael Ferguson. How are you? How's all the hunter types out there? How's your 2017 going? It's been full. It's been a full full year so far on the global front. So I hope you're taking good care of yourselves, keeping yourself balanced. A um, lot going on. Today's topic is goal setting for hunter types, why it's essential why it can be difficult, and what are some key tips for success. And uh, this is definitely a topic that connects with one of our biggest challenges as hunter types, which is completing longer-term projects, completing longer-term goals that is uh, infamously uh, part of the hunter-type wiring. So I want to cover that in detail today. So stay tuned for that. Uh, I've got a lot of announcements coming up here. Uh, The first order of business is we have an online workshop coming up called Alive, a roadmap for creating a balanced, healthy, and inspired life. Uh, And the first piece of that, so many of you have already joined up, so I'm really looking forward to seeing you. Uh, We have we have pushed the date, the start date back one week. So it'll be starting on February 27th 
and not February 20th. And I've already contacted all of you, so I'm pleased to see everyone still on board. I had a death in the family uh, this last couple of weeks, and so it has been full and a little raw and just had the need to push it back one week. So um, hopefully that works for you. Maybe that opens up some doors for some of you. So I want to go over quickly what this is about. Um, so in doing life coaching now since 2007, I believe is when I started, um, these, these four topics are the topics that just about everyone needs support on. And specifically, it's not about more information on these topics. It's actually getting the support to do the work to create those tools necessary to improve your life. So that this is a very experiential workshop, and what we're going to be covering uh, is life visioning and goal setting. So we'll be covering that topic today in our podcast, but we will be actually be going into doing the exercises together, uh, as well as getting community support. You can ask me questions. Um, the goal being that you have your goals list, which is the first thing that I cover when I do uh, life coaching. So if if Someone has not, so usually what happens is I, if before a coaching session, especially someone's, if someone's just starting off with doing coaching with me, their first order of business is creating their goals list. Uh, and nine times out of 10, people will not do that before the call. And so I, I'm fully aware this is an area that because there's an emotional charge and because there's often some uh, disappointment and frustration in the past, there's some weight around it. And so it's difficult to actually sit down, uh, not to mention just the hunter type focus challenge to sit down and actually write out these goals. So the first topic we'll be covering is life visioning and goal setting. And we'll be going through live key exercises that will give you a very clear life vision goals list. And this is just the most important piece to starting to really shift your life. Um, and as well as something we need to do over and over and over again. So that will be the first session. The second session will be time management and specifically going through looking at your tools that you currently have, building out the tools you need to build out, and we'll be doing it live. So we'll be going, you'll be actually going through and setting these up for yourself live. And, uh, and again, so important because I know so many of us have a busy life. We don't have the time to sit down and do it, or we do part of it and then we forget and we come back. So that is going to be a key, key day in setting up the systems you need to create a really good time management system so you can accomplish the goals that you've set for yourself. Day three is wellness plan, creating a wellness plan, uh, going through nutrition, exercise, mindfulness practices, relaxation techniques. Primarily what this is, is we're going to be going through and seeing when to schedule things, what you'll be scheduling, who you'll be scheduling it with, and having this in place is going to be essential, essential, essential for keeping to a balanced schedule, keeping balance in your life, slotting out those times and getting the support you need to keep to those goals that you've set for yourself. And again, a lot of this has to do with 
getting to doable action. So that's where I think the community support will be really helpful. I'll be able to support you in answering your questions, getting clear about what's worked in the past, what hasn't worked, so that you have that key piece of a wellness plan in place and on your schedule. And then you can tweak it as you go. I mean, it's one of those things where you try different things. This worked, this didn't work. But over time, you'll get to a place where you can get it dialed in. In day four, we'll be creating your support plan. What are the support systems you need to put in place that will keep you going? It will keep you moving towards your goals. And it's, I think for most of us, it's this piece that we've been lacking. We may have those other three dialed in to some degree, but if we don't have support, what usually happens is you're moving towards your goal, you get disappointed, you fall off, and then the hunter type tendency usually is, oh, forget it. It's not perfect. I got to let it go and just start over again. And that tendency, as you've heard me say in the past on the podcast, is one of the key pieces to focus on to transform your ability to attain your goals. So very much looking forward to this workshop. I'm absolutely 100% confident this will be valuable to just about everyone on this podcast. And again, this is not just for hunter types. So I encourage you to reach out to a friend or your spouse. We're doing a uh, bring a friend discount. So Highly encourage you to do it with someone else. It'll save you money because there'll be quite a bit of a discount for Bring a Friend. Uh, and I think it's even more effective that way anyway. So I hope you can make it. If you're interested, please go to alivelifecoaching.com forward slash course. Again, that's alivelifecoaching.com forward slash course, C-O-U-R-S-E. Uh, you can also get to that from the drummer in the great mountain.com site. Just go to the homepage. You'll see one of the banners is the first banner that comes up at the top will be this course. So you can just click on that and get to it from there. So hope to have you aboard. Also, uh, excited to announce we have a free webinar coming up. Uh, again, I know you've been uh, asking for this for a while. So basically what this is, you can join me live and I am going to go through uh the overview of all the concepts in the book. Uh, and this is the presentation I usually do when I give talks. Um, I'll go through uh, with a slideshow and, and explain to you all the different pieces within the book, specifically in pretty much going in order of the book. And uh, this will give you an opportunity to get a refresher course, uh, hopefully bring in some friends that you think may be interested. Uh, but more importantly, I want to... Uh, get us all together and have a Q&A and chat with all of you. So uh, that is coming up on, uh, let's see, February 20th, Monday, February 20th at 4.30 p.m. Pacific time. So check your local time zone for that. Uh, and you will be getting a, a, a reminder email. So you just need to go and register. Uh, and to do this, you go to drummerandthegreatmountain.com forward slash events. So just drop in your email and uh, you'll be getting a reminder email the day before and a few hours before the event. So I uh, would love to speak with you all. I know I've been messaging back and forth. I'm coaching some of you. So, uh, but I'd love to hear your voice and see you. And in uh, the way we'll be doing it, you can just tune in via audio. You can do a webcam. Uh, depends on how you want to engage. So uh, once again, drummer in the great forward slash events. 
And uh, again, uh, Monday the 20th, February 20th at 4.30 p.m. Pacific time. Okay, before going into today's topic, uh, I read this really wonderful Twitter note um, the other day. Someone messaged or uh, mentioned us, the podcast, in one of their uh, tweets, and it really meant a lot. So this was from Aaron on Twitter, uh, and it said, uh, listening to your podcast, finding myself uh, leaving behind the cloud of shame that has engulfed me for so long. Wow, that was an amazing and uh, really very touching note. And, and it's surprising to me how many of those we get on a fairly regular basis. So, so grateful that, um, that uh, you've been able to get something out of this podcast and uh, want to keep going strong going into 2017 here to give you uh, more um, effective support and maybe give you a different sp- been on things than uh, some of the other support material that's out there because I'm I'm clear that uh, what we're providing is um, a perspective on ADD ADHD that gives us uh, dignity and respect, but also really honors who we are and and the contributions that our particular species, as I like to think of us, has contributed and continues to contribute to society. And I think it's really important to. Uh, if the label ADD, ADHD has been adopted by you, that maybe you can kind of expand that out a bit and uh, feel into a, a broader uh, experience of all of the people that have come before you that have been wired this way, that have accomplished amazing things. And amazing is different for each and every person, but the biggest amazing is you finding your purpose, uh, finding how you work and how you're wired, taking good care of your health so that you can think clearly and uh, do those things that you, you're here to do. So that's been my intention from writing the book to starting the podcast. And I know Bauman has shared that with me for such a long time. Hopefully, I think we've, we will have him in here shortly. Had a really good connection with him on his birthday uh, a couple days ago. So uh, we'll see how that goes. All right. Um, so one other note, and then we'll launch into our topic. Uh, if you are an entrepreneur um, that's been listening to this podcast, and I know there's quite a few of you, uh, would love to interview you and even give your project and what you're working on some free promo. So uh, I really want to connect in with the entrepreneurial audience. It's definitely part of my DNA. So I'd like to um, offer you this opportunity to share what you're doing, share what's been helping you, uh, and then maybe some insights that you have as you've been going on your journey, what's been working for you. So uh, reach out to uh, info at drummerinthegreatmountain.com and drop me a note and uh, would love to have you on the show. Okay, now for today's topic, goal setting for hunter types. And I know that we've covered this topic in the past, but I believe it really deserves uh, a refresher every few podcasts, maybe every year, to um, just give you some perspective on this, primarily because it's this completion of long-term goals and projects that is one of the top three challenges for hunter types. Um, And so... I want to start off by asking you a couple questions. So I want you to sort of take a moment and uh, stop whatever you're doing and just tune in and see if you can answer these uh, in your head. Uh, First question is, what are your top three challenges right now? 
What are your top three challenges? Next question is what patterns have improved? What have you noticed in the last few months uh, of patterns that you've had as you brought more awareness to them? What patterns that you've disliked about yourself in the past have improved? And the third question is what was working well in the past, but hasn't been working so well now? Is there some part of your life that you need to recommit to improving? So all of these questions lead directly to goal setting. And as those hunter types, we need goals. We need motivators that stimulate us and get us moving. We need an, an inspired vision for our life. That, and as you've, I've mentioned, and it's, I mentioned in the book, is that when you have, for, especially for hunter types, we are inspirationally driven. That is what motivates us. We are not motivated by practicality. So knowing that... Uh, we can trick ourselves into accomplishing our goals if we're smart about it. We can, we can get ourselves motivated. If we feel ourselves, if we have a goal in front of us and we feel like, oh, I should be doing that because I should be able to handle it, like you're going about it completely wrong. You need to find the inspiration you need to move forward with that goal. That should be your, how you handle all the goals in your life. So why don't we set goals? That's the question. Why don't, and why don't we achieve them when we set them? Uh, these are the two big questions to ask. And I know many of you uh, are very good at setting goals and, and accomplishing them because I've worked with some of you and I know you're very, very accomplished. Um, but then there's these other goals that you aren't able to accomplish. So um, as I've mentioned in the past, hunter types tend to be all or nothing. If we set a goal and then we don't achieve it, there's a good chance we may go, ah, oh, I didn't achieve it, or I didn't achieve it to the degree that I wanted to, so forget it. Or you're moving to more, you know, more to the point, you, you've set a goal, you move towards it, and then you fall off, and then you go, oh, forget it, and you just give up. And that's the tendency that, as I've mentioned in the past on this podcast, that's the tendency we all need work on, which is getting back up, not beating ourselves up and moving forward. And uh, again, I call it the ha building the habit of completion or the muscle of completion, because that's the muscle we need to keep moving on our, our projects and our goals. And it could take us years and years and years to accomplish some of our bigger goals. And for hundred types, that's, that's a big thing, but we have to split those up into smaller pieces. We need to take those goals and split them up into small pieces and ideally form a habit, put it on the schedule, get, if you, you've got a goal to become a really good filmmaker, just schedule time in every week where you're going to be either watching films, studying films, going to a group, building the habit is more important than the actual thing itself. Because once you get into the habit, you're going to be building that you're going to be accomplishing things, you're going to be absorbing things, and you're going to be able to get to the next stage of the goal just by having that habit in place. So it's really important to see all this is if you've had challenges with accomplishing your goals, you're not lazy. You just haven't figured out how to use your wiring fully. And again, we are wired for stimulation. Hunter types, because 
we have lesser less dopamine receptors in our brain it makes us restless it makes us crave stimulation and so we need to work with that tendency so that if if the goal does not have enough stimulation then we need to like up it or change it or get get it to the place where we feel really amped up about that goal we're like that's what i want or we change it or we adjust it but when we specifically when we write at our goals when we state the goals that we have they need to be compelling to us because if they just sit there if you write them out and it just sits there on the page and you read it and go oh, i don't want to do that you're probably not going to do it you're probably just going to like look at it and it's going to go into the pile and it's going to go into the pile of all of the things you didn't accomplish so you need to stop yourself in that moment and go wait a minute how do I restructure this goal so that I can feel excited about it? How can I feel amped up so I can read it or hear it spoken to me and go, ah, oh, that's it. That's what I want to accomplish. And that really is the trick. Now, the other reason why we often do not accomplish our goals is we set too many goals. And I am very guilty of this myself. So it's often best to pick like the top three. If you're sitting down and you're writing out your goals list, and you, maybe you did this at the beginning of the year going into 2017, when you have too many goals, it gets overwhelming. So you need to look at, if you sat down and you've written out your goals list, you need to look at what are the top three that are going to really make a difference, that are going to really give you a sense of accomplishment, uh, maybe improve your health, you know, something that's going to really have traction in your life. Pick the top three and then start moving towards building habits around those goals. And again, it's it's less about the like, okay, I didn't do that this week or I didn't accomplish this one particular goal. Build in a habit, get it on your schedule. If you're not accomplishing that goal, call in a friend, call in someone to work with you on it so that you can get the traction you need moving forward. And that's not being weak. That's being smart in terms of what you need to accomplish what you need to accomplish. From my experience, the hunter types that are most successful, and you've got people like Richard Branson in the mix, who's who's stated he, he has ADD, ADHD, that this is a wiring that really requires support teams. It requires support systems around us to maximize who we are and what we're here to, uh, to contribute to the world. Now, the other note that I would have is if your goals are too specific and there's no room for adaptation and adjustment and or creativity, then there's a chance that you may feel disappointed and then let go of the goal. So if your goal is uh, to become a really good filmmaker, that's got a lot of space. You can you can take that in and maybe you say, maybe the goal is that I've created a film that touches thousands and thousands and thousands of people. That's a pretty broad goal, and then you can build inside of that. But if your goal has to be, I have to get a film in Sundance, and you don't get your film in Sundance, then you give up. I mean, that to me, that goal sets you up for failure. Now, maybe you did do it. Maybe you accomplished it, and maybe that was exactly what you wanted to do, and you did it. But there may be 10 other paths that would be just as satisfying had you written the, the goal a little bit more broadly. And I've run into that too. I mean, I, I know, remember when I was first getting started in my career as a 3D animator, four or five careers back in the early 90s, my goal was to get to, to work on uh, the TV series Babylon 5, if anyone remembers that. 
the first series that used uh, 3D animation. And so I thought, I got to get on this. I got to get this job. And um, luckily I didn't because in hindsight, um, I went a better path. I actually got a job at a video production facility in Orange, California, and I learned exponentially more from that experience. And, and I definitely wasn't making as enough enough at that point that I could have made on the TV show. But in hindsight, I learned so much more than had I gone in that direction. So I look back and go, I'm so glad that I didn't actually get that job because I would probably still be working in a cubicle today. And uh, it, it gave me the pieces that I needed to have to go to the next phase. So if you have a broader goal, you'll be able to have a lot of creativity around that goal as you move forward. And then you can split that up into smaller sub goals, some, some, some shorter term goals, but those should be a more flexible, more malleable. And the bigger goal should be the thing that keeps you alive and keeps you moving. So the next point is that goals, when you set them in time, create urgency. And when we have that, it actually greatly assists hunter types. Hunter types actually need that sense of, okay, I got to get this done by this time. So it is helpful to have milestones. It's helpful to set deadlines for yourself because what it does is it limits the scope of what, when, what you can do in that amount of time and pushes us to get creative. Otherwise, we can just go on and on and on and on and on. You need to have these small, shorter term deadlines and milestones in your schedule around certain goals, like you know the goal that I mentioned around um, becoming a really talented filmmaker. That can be split up into smaller goals in time where you say, okay, I'm going to accomplish. So if I'm working on a movie, I'm going to comp, I'm going to shoot the first three scenes in the next two weeks or whatever the, but set, you know, and it's really clear when you're in business, you have to do this. If you're, if you're actively making a living as a filmmaker, you're going to have to deal with deadlines. But what I'm talking about here is how do you accomplish those goals, those personal goals um, that the ones that keep getting pushed out and pushed out and pushed out, how do you give those the same level of care and commitment that you do uh, with those goals that you have to do with work or that you, you know you're forced to do for for family or whatever? So you need so it's taking your personal goals and giving those the same level of care and urgency that you do for everything else, so they don't keep you know they don't keep getting kicked down the road. Um, and, and I think a key point here is limitation induces creativity. It is the strangely the paradox is complete freedom is does not actually induce creativity. This has been studied, and I remember uh, hearing Peter Gabriel, who I'm a big fan of musically, talk about this. That he would he would work on an album and he would limit what could be done on the album. He'd limit the instruments. He, he'd even there was one album where he he said the drummer can't use any cymbals. And that set the whole tone of the album and actually just create a whole new sound out of it. And I and from I've heard this from produced music producers and in just other artists. Like when you limit the scope, you become more creative you, instead of less creative. Total freedom actually does not help you that much uh, as an artist or as, as especially as a hunter type. You want to be able to limit that scope because that kind of gets you. That's the challenge. It's like okay, how do I accomplish this with these resources and not wait until you have all of the per perfect conditions, which you'll never have. You need to just work with what you have in this moment.
So moving on to the process of setting and keeping to goals, I'll do just the cliff notes of this. The first step is just sitting down and writing out your goals. Um, And this starts with you taking a space from your life, from all the different, different things that are happening and all the different dramas and all the different challenges that you have, hitting pause, maybe going to a location that you usually don't go to. Maybe you know, I love going to the library. I think that's it's usually quiet. I can usually find a spot in the corner and I can sit down and do uh, work that I probably couldn't do at my house or anywhere else. Even a coffee shop sometimes for me is just it's a little loud. So whatever space you need to go to, to to connect with yourself to kind of hit pause on the rest of your life is, you know, find that place and, and sit down and write out the goals in your life. And as in the book, I go through a lot of life visioning uh, exercises, one of them being just picking different areas of your life and writing out those goals. So health, work, finances, relationships. And writing out what do you want your life to look like in the next year or next five years. Um, and it, again, stream of consciousness, just writing out Here's the, here are my, my big goals. And then once you have your goals list, uh, the next step that I would recommend is try to take each one of your goals and turn them into some kind of affirmation, some kind of affirming that that is already real in your life now. So, for example, if you had... Um, you had a goal of like in five years, I'm, uh, you know, I've lost 30 pounds and uh, I'm exercising regularly and I'm feeling really, really good about myself. Then change that goal into I am now exercising uh, three times a week and enjoying the process of exercising. And I have a habit that I keep to every single day, every single week, something to that effect, something that brings that uh, goal that's out in the future into the present moment, and and more importantly, when you re- it's when you read it or you hear it read back to you, which I do in in my life coaching work, that it fires you up. You go, yes, that's it. And, and a lot of it is you know getting it into your subconscious where you go, yes, this is a this is a possibility. This is a possibility that I could have this right now. And uh, what tends to happen with us is we have so many. Uh, negative thoughts that come in after we have some kind of intention that we we have in our head. And that actually starts to cut the groove in the opposite direction. And understanding your subconscious is extremely helpful in the process of setting and keeping to your goals. So write them out, change them into affirmations. And then the third step would be, uh, and I want to be really specific about this, pick the top three goals that are like you think would have the most impact on your life and not all of them because it gets a little overwhelming to go through every single goal but pick three the top three and then try to break those down into smaller doable steps maybe those are milestones maybe those are action items but you've taken the bigger goal and cut it into smaller parts that you know that you can focus on those and maybe put those on your schedule so that you can move forward in accomplishing that goal. And again, I want to encourage building habits, putting things on the schedule versus having a lot of weight on specific goals that you are specific action items that you have. Get more into the habit of carving out the time in your schedule for that goal. 
So once you've gone through this process, the next step is creating a support system around your primary goals. What kind of support can you call in from friends, family, uh, going to groups? Uh, what, what kind of support system can you put in place to encourage you as you move forward towards the goal that you set for yourself? Now, this is usually the step that most of us have been missing. And we feel, especially hunter types, tend to be very individualistic. And so we have a hard time sometimes asking for help. But actually, asking for help is the, it's the sign of strength. So looking at your goals, look at, look at what you've written out and write out just what are some key strategies you can put in place in getting support. Uh, and be in, and Bahman's mentioned this in the past as we've talked about this topic. Look at the kind of support and the people that you would call in. Ensure that the people that you're you're asking for support with are going to give you positive encouragement. If there's people in your life that tend to be negative or tend to like um, tend to not be supportive, then those aren't the right people. And again, you may need to get out of your comfort zone a bit and maybe join a group. But look at what your goal is and say, you know who can I call in or what kind of group support can I call in or a life coach or whatever that is that's going to help you in accomplishing that goal. And those are the basic steps. I mean, that once you have those in place, you're pretty much unstoppable. So uh, I would encourage you to think about all of those pieces that I just mentioned and see where where do you need most, most support in? Are you, are you at the pr- point of just writing out your goals and that's really challenging, then start there and make that a, a, a point of focus for the next few weeks. And again, I encourage you to write out your goals multiple times. The process of doing that's extremely helpful. So you may write a goals list and then, okay, and then just do it again the next week or do it again the, next, the week after that. I write out goals all the time. It's, and I got into the habit of doing it. And what happens is it takes the charge off of it. So maybe that's where you need support. Or maybe you need support in um, breaking those goals down into smaller chunks. So if that's your challenge, then get into the habit of just doing that. And maybe you just do that for the next few weeks. You just get into the habit of looking at a goal and say, what are the steps that I can split that out into that or feel doable and I can accomplish them and just make it a game, make it something that you can just go, okay, I'm going to get really good at this particular process of setting goals. Uh, and once it, the, the weight and the pressure comes off and you don't have to, and you feel like you, you don't just do it once and go, okay, now that's, this is it. I've got my goals list. And this is so precious that it just takes over, then you're doing it wrong. This should be a, like a habit that you get into in your life and it should be pleasurable. It should be fun. And, uh, and I think one of the pieces that I didn't mention that I think is essential is then celebrating your wins along the way. Once you've accomplished something, take a pause and go, I just accomplished this. Tell yourself that. Celebrate it. Go take yourself out to dinner. Do something that's going to give your subconscious a sense of like, I did it. Uh, And so many of us just keep pushing and keep pushing and keep pushing and we never stop to celebrate what we've accomplished. And that's just the recipe for suffering. That will create suffering in your life if you never stop to just take a breath and celebrate what you've accomplished. So, you wouldn't treat someone else like that. You wouldn't treat your child like that. Don't treat yourself like, like that. So I hope that's helpful to you. Um, if you 
if this is of interest to you, I would love to have you on the uh, the online workshop that's coming up. So uh, once again, it's going on. We are going from February 27th to March 8th. Uh, you can go to a livelifecoaching.com forward slash course if you're interested. And we'll be going through a lot of the steps that I just mentioned. Uh, life visioning and goal setting, time management system, building a wellness plan, creating a support system. So if you can make it and you can, uh, if you've got the funds to do it, I would love to have you aboard. Either way, Please sign up for the free webinar coming up on February 20th. I would love to hear from you all and just have us all together as a community. Uh, so in order to uh, sign up, just go to drummerandthegreatmountain.com forward slash events. Again, that's drummerandthegreatmountain forward slash events. And as a reminder, we're a small press, so please help spread the word. Reviews really help in getting this material out. If you've, if you've enjoyed this podcast, if it's really made a difference in your life, please help spread the word to other people like yourself so that they can find out about the podcast. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, you can uh, write a review on iTunes. Uh, on the podcast, or if you've read the book, go to goodreads.com, and that's a great place to leave a review. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, I really encourage you to go back to the beginning episodes where we go through the cha the book chapter by chapter. So if you haven't got the book, I highly encourage you to do it. Uh, so many great exercises. All the material that we cover on this podcast is in there. It's the basis for the podcast. Um, and so if you haven't done that, go back and just l listen to the podcast from the beginning. Uh, I think that will be helpful to you as you're going through the book. Also, if you have a topic you would like us to cover on the podcast, please let us know. You can email us at info at drummerandthegreatmountain.com. You can also join us on Facebook and Twitter. Just uh, and If you go to the website, go to the upper right-hand corner, and you'll see links to those. And uh, that's it. So uh, until next time, be well. <laughs>